Thank you for tuning in to the Big Meat Sport Podcast, where I give you my weekly take on the past week of college and professional sports. So sit back and enjoy the episode. So the start of the college football season, week one, is done and over with. And man, it was some exciting football to see. First, I just want to talk about that college atmosphere. Did you guys see the Virginia Tech versus North Carolina game? Did you see them? All those fans jumping around, man. It was, it was. I gotta say, it was very impressed. I'm, I'm glad college football's back. I'm glad uh, people are attending these games to see a full crowd like that. What something that we missed last year is that fan base, and you can, you can really see that these fans make a difference in, in some of these games because I really thought University of North Carolina was going to win this game, but Virginia Tech, you know. Behind their fans, they they pulled out the upset, um, and uh, there's there's more games like that throughout the college football that you can see the fans difference. You know, FSU, Notre Dame, they made that, that those fans made that a close game. Um, but yeah, man, I'm glad, I'm happy that college football's back. I'm glad that fans are in the stands to support their teams, and man, it's it's a great time of the year. Uh, but on this episode, I just want to talk about some games that I was excited. And when I saw on the schedule for week one, I was really anxious to see. Um, and we're just going to talk about them and how they went. Um, so the first game, now everybody was anticipating this, Alabama versus UM. These these two programs that are you know known for their championship pedigree, um, Alabama winning you know 20-plus championships, uh, and UM, you know, has, you know, in the 90s, uh, UM was there and and trying to get back on the track. Um, so for this game, I didn't know who I wanted to go for because, you know, I'm I really I really don't like Alabama. Uh, you know, I'm an FSU fan, so I really don't like Alabama and I'm not really a Canes fan, but I try to support the home team. But it's kind of hard to support a home team when your your fellow friends are Canes fan. They always make fun of you being an FSU fan, and we go back and forth. But this game really got out of hand, and really got out of hand quickly. I mean, this you know Alabama came out here firing all cylinders. Uh, they're up you know twenty seven to nothing within in the second quarter. Um, I, I think I think the big turning point was when. Alabama was on their two-yard line. Um, there wasn't a ten, wasn't an intentional grounding call uh, made, and then the very next play, uh, you know, Bryce Young hits his wide receiver for a ninety-yard uh, touchdown pass. That to me was like the nail in the coffin early in the game. Now, what what I'm disappointed in seeing is that the UM football team had all summer, you know, they had all summer to prepare. They had all this time to prepare and they came out looking like really like crap. Um, you know, they couldn't protect Derek King for, for their life. Uh, that number 31, uh, I believe his name is Will Anderson, was was destroying people on the defensive side. I mean, he was he you couldn't block him one on one in the past. Uh, and then on the run game, he was just shutting off blocks and, and destroying the UM's run. But, you know, I'm trying to f- see if this Alabama team, is is it 
Are, are they that good? Because I just feel that UM was not prepared uh, well for this game. UM does have a good team, and I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. Their defenses look very unprepared. They got, you know, they couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They couldn't really. They couldn't stop anything uh, throughout the whole game. Uh, Bryce Young went twenty seventh of thirty eight with three hundred and forty four yards. Um, I mean, I didn't see with Bryce Young. I didn't see like that. It was a good performance. I, I won't mind. It, I won't lie. It was a good performance. But I want to see on the next game when they play a you know a decent team how he's gonna how he's gonna cope with it how he's gonna go with the uh, adversity because you know it's you're falling into some uh, some shoes where you got to follow Tua you got to follow Mac Jones and all the other Alabama quarterbacks uh, that are out there Jay, you know Jalen Hurts. Um, and I don't, I didn't see, you know, I didn't see that from him. I just saw a lot of very, very easy passes, a lot of blown coverages. Um, but he did his thing. Uh, uh, DR King, 23 out of 30, 179 yards, one TD, two interceptions. I mean, most of his, most of his passes were check down passes. He was running for his life most of the game. And it, you know, he kind of looked like he got hurt. I don't know if it might've been a bruised knee or probably one of those uh, instances where something happens in the uh, in your newly surgically repaired knee, and you kind of like you know get nervous on what what has happened. And but he went he went back out there and he did what he can do. Um, but again, I'm I'm very disappointed on what I saw from the University of Miami uh, Hurricanes football team. I mean, you know, is is it the coach's fault? Is it the players? What is got outworked? Uh, you, you know, you guys tell me what you think it is, because to me, I just think that it was, you know, bad preparation for the game. And also the players, you know, made a lot of mistakes and blown coverages. Um, one of the other games I was I- I- intrigued to see was my FSU Seminoles versus Notre Dame. Now, to be honest with you, I didn't know what to expect for this FSU football team because they had a lot of transfers to the school the transfer portal was opened up very wide for the for this FSU team, so there's a lot of new faces for this uh, Seminole team, and I didn't know what to expect versus Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame came out hot, and and I was like, oh, here we go again. But then, you know, um, we had that long run by uh, by uh, Corbin, which you know kind of even up the score, and. I got more a little bit optimistic because then the defense started settling down. And, man, this transfer from Georgia, Jermaine Johnson, number 11, this guy was killing it on the defensive line. Um, he, I mean, he was an, a very impactful player. Now, with the Notre Dame offense, they couldn't run the ball, but you can see it. They, they were able to pass for uh, 366 yards. Uh, Jack Cohen had 366 yards with four TDs and one interception. My thing with the FSU uh, is that Jordan Travis is not your quarterback. This guy, you can tell him when he's in the pocket, he's shaky. He, he wants to run. His feet doesn't look settled in the pocket. And he was 9 for 19 for 130 yards with two TDs. Yes, two TDs, but threw it, three interceptions. And, you know, one of them are very crucial where he's rolling out of the pocket 
and trying to make something out of nothing. It throws interception. And what does Notre Dame do? They with a the short field, they go down and, and score a touchdown. To me, Mackenzie Milton is your your future. The, you know, this guy came in, was five for seven for 48 yards, was throwing, you know, dime dimes around the the field, and especially one where the it looked like the linebacker was coming off. Uh, a blitz and he got popped, but he threw it right over another linebacker's uh, hands and perfectly placed ball to set up uh, for a score. And, you know, that right there, this tells me that this coaching staff needs to go with Mackenzie Milton. Again, Jordan Travis, he's, he's an athlete. Yes, but he's not a quarterback. You need to find out packages for Jordan Travis to come in and, and do his thing. But, I don't see that quarterback uh, mentality, that quarterback poise that you need to have, and I see it in Mackenzie Milton. You could see how that game changed when Mackenzie McKenzie Milton went in there, and you could see the vibe. You could see – I mean, I think we are down by 18 points, and we came back to tie it. And it just sucks that the kicker cost, you know, cost us the game. But, you know, we are able to set an overtime. A lot of people didn't think that we can keep this game close. And we and we did. And now, you know, there's I want I don't like to talk about more victories, but this is one of those victories that, yes, you did lose by you did lose by three in overtime. But this is something that you can you you can gain upon and, you know, make it better for the season upon itself, you know, because you do have it's a long season. It was just one game. If you can, you know, somehow keep on winning games and, you know, beat the Clemsons, beat the University of Miami's, North Carolinas, and so on and so forth, and win your coastal division, then I I do feel like it's a successful year for the Seminoles. So, you know, that was one of that was a very interesting game. And again, and not and ESPN, I believe uh they they said uh that their number ratings for that FSU uh, the viewership ratings for FSU's Notre Dame was uh, very helpful um, in that. And, yeah, you know what? There's two historic franchise, and, you know, I would have want to see FSU win it for Bobby Belton. Unfortunately, they didn't. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Dad Gummit, you know, I, I wanted to win for Bobby Belton. But, uh, again, it is what it is. Um, one of the games that were, were highlighted on this uh, week one of college football and kind of, kind of was a dud. Was a Clemson and, and Georgia game. Man, this game was really, really, really bad. I mean, if you like defense, you might have liked this game. But you know, I, I believe it was ten to three. Clemson uh, couldn't even score a touchdown. Uh, you know, the Clemson quarterback was nineteen for thirty-seven for one hundred seventy-eight yards. Um, man, they couldn't run the ball. He was getting sacked all over the place. I, I'm just wondering, is this uh, uh, is this Clemson's uh, offense that really is not that good, or is Georgia's defense really that good and that basically put them in the number two poll uh, in the nation uh, this week? But is I, I'm just wondering because how how is it again? How is it that you prepared all off season for one? team and you couldn't even score a touchdown versus his team I, I mean this is blasphemy on what what went down um i i watched a little bit of that game but thank god i didn't waste my time watching the whole game but um we'll see if clemson can rebound from this game 
Um, their their quarterback, uh, I want to murder his name, but uh, he has some he the pressures on him now because you know coming behind a Trevor Lawrence and there, there's a lot of pressure for you to maintain that you know excellent uh, excellent quarterback play from the Clemson quarterback, and so I think there's a lot of pressure on him, and we'll see how he rebounds. Um, but one of the last games, and I put this on my, if you didn't check out my, my bets, at, um, my previous episode on my college bets, I had this as one of my upsets and one of my picks of the week, uh, Penn state versus Wisconsin, uh, Penn state with one 16 and 10. Um, this is also was a defensive, uh, game, but I think it was more entertaining, uh, due to the fact that. Uh, you know, there there was drives, long drives, and they weren't sustained by Wisconsin and, and both teams. But Penn State was able to pull off the, the big play to Jahan Dotson for 49 yards. Uh, you know, Penn State's defense, I mean, they're, they, they look really legit. Um, you know, they came up with two crucial interceptions in the final two and a half minutes. And it came came away with a good win. Um, I want to say that Penn State got still got some have to still got stuff to work on on the offensive side, but their defense is legit. I mean, those you can tell with the safeties and corners. I mean, they they know what to do on the job assignment. And you know, when a, I think one of the last, well, not the last, the second uh, last interception that they had, you saw um, the safety. I know the corner, I believe saw that the running back wasn't going to come out of the backfield. He was blocking, and that was his man. And so he decided to jump a route that was uh, intended for the tight end, and he picked off that ball. I mean, that was amazing ball skills um, by him. Um, so, I mean, this Penn State team is uh, a team to look out for. You know, by the end of the year, you can probably be saying that they're going to be a top-10 team, maybe a top-5 team, but we'll see. It's You know, the season's still young. But, you know, this Penn State team, I like what I saw. You know, defense wins uh, championships, and we'll see if uh, this defense can uh, win them a championship. But, you know, again, this this college football season started off with a bang. Again, the atmosphere for, for all, you know, all the games that went on, you can see that uh, the fans were excited to be back. They're, they've been itching for this moment, and they lived up to – you know the home court. You know the home field advantage uh, for for the for the opposing team. You know couldn't come in there, couldn't really hear and stuff like that. So it, it was very exciting to see college football back. I can't wait for NFL to see all the fans back because fans again fans do make a difference be, uh, with these games. But um, yeah, so that's uh, that's it for this episode. And thank you guys for tuning in. Um, don't forget to you know look at uh, view my Instagram page uh, big meat sports uh podcast on ig and we're we are also on youtube so you can check out our youtube channel but uh again thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on next episode